welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 63 for the 26th of November, 2007. Hi, James, or as I like to say these days, Zdravstvichu, which is uh, Russian for hello. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Having just spent uh, a week in Moscow with a show there. And uh, Zrav. <laughs> it, it's actually got more consonants clustered okay. together than you can actually really pronounce. Okay. So it's, uh, it's And then what kind of hello is that? Is that a kind of very friendly, good morning to you? Is it like a, a friendly, hi? Friendly, polite a hello. How are you doing? As opposed to like privet, which is kind privet. of... Hi, how are you doing? Hello, comrade. <laughs> and then that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not any different. So uh, we can give it an update later on on uh, what's happening in Russia. Oh, yes. Bit of international news. We used to have that, didn't we, in the old format? And now everything's just international. <laughs> so, Well, the format today we're going to talk about is uh, about broadcast and entertainment technology news following what's happening in business, technology, content delivery, mobile, gaming. And other stuff. And other stuff if anything occurs to us. Mm. Um, and we've got quite a bit of stuff happening at the moment. We'll do. From all over the place. So, happening in business, what have we got going on? Um, business... Uh, now, IPTV was one of those sections where we've we've had it in the previous format. Mm. It was always tricky to find something that really is IPTV mm. because beyond IPTV a trial, is a, beyond a it's a very broad topic, mm. Um, mm. which means which could mean a lot of things. Um, another sort of story that popped up uh, in the last week has been a service from a company called uh, an Indian-based company called Goldstone Technologies, which any company which calls itself like Lucky Money Instant <laughs> Success Corporation or Goldstone. I mean, it just doesn't really. I mean, I know particularly in sort of Asian cultures, it, it helps if if this has been launched in Thailand and Malaysia. Maybe mm. there's some characters, mm. any character-based language in Malaysia, if it's Chinese or something. Okay, and the characters yeah. might mean something. I mean, you know, like high-speed delivery in. Well, maybe <laughs> I doubt it. High-speed, high-speed pocketing the money. <laughs> right, anyway, they've launched um, on the open internet a uh, several regional or uh, twenty television channels is the. Um, Mm-hmm. And it's set up actually in Taiwan, which presumably is because there's lots of interconnects into Taiwan on the the regional oh, internet, I see. Right. and they're offering 600 kilobit per second television um, to non-resident Indians. And there's a significant, right. you know, of the the billion Indians, mm. um, quite a few of them are non-resident, mm-hmm. um, so they want to catch up on uh, programming. Whether that's and there's obviously lots of different languages to serve there as well. Mm. So they're aiming to be the the ethnic television of the world. Um, okay, well, they're calling it IPTV, but if it's over the internet, we'd normally call that internet TV, wouldn't we? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, maybe it's just, networks. again, uh, I mean, this is from a press release, to be fair, so mm. it, they're obviously looking to garner some kind of uh, investment here. Or from a price increase. Or something. There, there <laughs> um, and also they can offer um, branded services to other people who are offering... Mm. Sort of who mm-hmm. actually have instead of open internet closed internet mm-hmm. so they can offer look, you can we'll give you our channels they may well end up distributing them via satellite who knows or mm. um, we shall Fantastic. see so watch and learn look out for Goldstone Technologies in a town near you excellent now in uh, technology you managed to get your hands on an uh, an OLPC yes the one laptop per child Nicholas Negroponte's uh, kind of uh, thing <laughs> want to a better word. Um, mm-hmm. Quite interesting piece of kit. Um, what does it do? 
It does. Uh, well, the hardest thing to do is to open it. I think you really? have to be a small child to be able to work out how to open it. It's right. about the same size as a bit of A4, slightly uh, not quite as long, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a nice chunky handle on one, and it looks very Fisher-Price. The unit I had was... Uh, bright green kind of white. one of those initial IMAX that used to look like a clamshell yeah, no but not I mean like a clamshell I know, how do you open it and it's yeah. got these two one of the major things about the OLPC is mesh networking mm. so it's got these two antennas that you actually oh, right. if you ever get hold of one you have to extend the antennas in order to open it because they also act as a, act as a, a oh, locking latch okay and then you have to sort of almost like prise open the screen <laughs> the screen right. can fully rotate and it can go yeah, down right. into a um, like a tablet format although mm-hmm. it's not a touch screen I don't believe Mm-hmm. screen's black and white and colour as well built in camera built in microphone three USB slots right. uh, 802.11 compact flash so, uh, uh, SD card support mm-hmm. but built in mm-hmm. RAM runs a special version of Linux not um, bad for 100 bucks is it? well if it was 100 bucks a bit more than 100 bucks <laughs> but it's very I mean it's very robust right uh, well, it comes with a built in and the built in OS is as I said Linux based it's got mm-hmm. um, uh, chat application including video chat uh, right. Can you it's do got, web browsing and email? Yeah, and web, it's got a web browser. Um, not sure if it had an email client on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got Logo, Python, all sort of different programming, programming languages on it. Okay. Um, dictionary. It's got a number of apps, and clearly that's extensible. Mm. Um, Is it going to change the world? Uh, I don't know. I mean, one of the interesting features from the networking side, because it's got to be authenticated as well, it's got this right. um, Bitfrost virus protection stuff on it which is some proprietary stuff that, uh, and everything runs in protected memory and it's very graphical. Um, cool. It's uh, interesting, but you can see who in the world, else in the world has got one. Serious? Yeah, because it does the mesh <laughs> networking thing. It sets up, it knows wow. where everyone else is. So assuming That's you can get cool. online, mm-hmm. uh, you can see where everyone else who's got an LPC, you can't see where they are on a map, but I guess it does, oh, a, okay. uh, does a kind of... Um, ping test to see who's furthest away wow so you can see an element of community and uh, set that up um, but people have got lots of other things there was no kind of hand charger or anything that came with it right you can't, which can't was handle all. no but there's lots of peripherals to do that and there's ymax peripherals and all sorts of other mm-hmm. things that you could get but uh, it's uh, certainly interesting um and i was i did spend quite a long time trying to upgrade the firmware which didn't really work because the, the unit <laughs> i've got is a beta unit so right um production units are clearly a little more robust and also it was all nerdy the user interface oh which is presumably some other foreign language <laughs> yeah which is uh, Pakistan style reading right to left so uh, so your Udu Udu is yeah, so, so hot um, but Udu is one of these right to left squiggly languages um, right. apologies to all Udu writers <laughs> and speakers um, but it was yeah so it's context sensitive and it's right. got a touchpad on the front and uh-huh. um, it's good it's nice, nice. Uh, I mean what's the keyboard like the keyboard is a bit uh, some of those kind of moulded slightly pokey up ones um, right splash proof I guess <laughs> splash proof <laughs> but it had been clearly thumped a few times this one um, actually it's probably a little like the Amazon Kindle's keyboard oh, probably true yes yeah which is uh, I guess our next topic of choice mm-hmm. is the uh, Amazon Kindle you couldn't have failed to have missed this sort of ebook that Amazon have come out with which is allegedly mm. sold out mm. indeed I mean, um, uh, we've had uh, two versions of an ebook from yeah, Sony, can, yeah, and uh, one other brand, and this is Amazon's version of of the same. And it uses a technology that um, essentially is very high contrast and leaves the image mm. on the page. You don't need actually power to yeah, watch this display, the and the there's no backlighting as well, which mm. is the other other key part. That's, of it. You know, contrast of a newspaper, 
supposed to be very easy to read. And uh, but the killer part about uh, Amazon's version is that it has uh, EVDO connection, as you know, basically a broadband wireless connection over yeah. mobile mm-hmm. uh, for you to be With able no to subscription. No subscription. Uh, for you to be able to update your collection of books on there, so you can yep. sit there and buy new books and download them and so on. And you can browse Wikipedia, I think, mm. and you can get subscriptions pushed to you for Wall Street Journal or other newspapers yep. in a sort of yep. legible format. So, I mean, it's it's ideal in that respect, then, in that you want to read a particular book and mm. you can search for it with it in your hand and then start reading it. You don't have to do anything else mm. or connect it to your PC you if you don't to, want to. You have to stump up 400 bucks plus tax. You do. Oh, plus tax. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, you get a fair number of books for that. <laughs> yes, and I mean, the argument I've heard against this is, well, fantastic, great, until you leave it in the back of a plane. Mm, and you've lost your yeah, thousand I mean, the, la- I mean, the last book I bought, I was halfway through reading it, and I stuffed it in the little pouch in the mm-hmm. plane and left mm-hmm. it on the plane. I mean, we've yep. all left books on planes. Yep. You wouldn't want to leave this on no. a plane, would you? <laughs> You'd make someone very happy. <laughs> you would. They'd be um, absolutely delighted to find a thousand books to read. Indeed. Uh, but, th- I mean, if you do lose it, you could buy another one because I think they are backed up online. So, Ah, right. Yes. Another yeah. 400 dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, that's so, but it apparently it's done very well. Um, it's supposed to have sold out, isn't it? People are wondering, and they're saying it's very expensive. Yeah, mm. the, the books are somewhat expensive. But because, essentially, you're paying to get these books delivered to your device wirelessly. Mm-hmm. You're paying uh, for the data as well, aren't you? Well, someone is, and I guess it's Amazon. They must have some yeah. flexi business plan with uh, with the Sprint to own the EVDO network in the mm. US. Um, but I think it's an in- innovative model where the user doesn't pay for the connectivity. Mm, absolutely. It's it's not all you can eat, but mm. I mean, if I can browse, I can use it as a portable Wikipedia browser. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Which So I, I think I like the model of always on access where you don't have to pay a yeah. subscription and yeah. there's no... Very neat. Um, so I think that's that's probably the most exciting thing for me about the mm. um, the Kindle is that there's uh, not so much the content. I mean, you're clearly not going to play video on it. No. Um, and browsing the web in black and white isn't very exciting. No. Gray, slightly gray. <laughs> slightly <laughs> gray, yes. Slightly gray. Yes. Um, and it's not as you know, it's not as good as a book still. Um, but we shall see. And apparently, if you don't, you know, if you don't, if you turn off the wireless and all the other useful things, it does last for ages on the battery. So. Mm, very neat. But I the, can't see anyone uh, reading it by the side of the pool. Yeah, and of course, soon. yeah, not by the side of the pool, and of course, US only, because who else in the world has EVDO? Like nobody. So, um, okay, so uh, what else is happening? This Sync TV thing. That's well, the other. this this is Pioneer Pioneer Electronics. who make mm. consumer electronics, and they've spun off a company called Sync TV. Uh, in spun order to up. try, <laughs> spun up, yeah, maybe spun up. <laughs> uh, in order to try and, uh, well, I guess extend their business model from just selling consumer electronics to turn it into a sort mm. of ongoing revenue stream, uh, and they're using their leverage in terms of being able to deliver consumer electronics to provide essentially um, a VOD service over um, over the internet to the TVs, to really. TVs that are equipped with mm. Pioneer-based stuff. TV clients I guess right yeah so yep. that's that's delivering there and working with um, it's working on the Marlin digital rights management system mm-hmm. um, I've never heard of that one but uh, Marlin is a consortium which doesn't include Apple and Microsoft I think but it's the right, other it's guys the other lot right it's, oh, it's yes. the other guys yes. um, so they're aiming to have uh, quality home theater quality videos including surround sound but they Picture haven't mentioned list. anything about which content or... Yes, comparable to DVDs, and it's launching in January, which I presume will be just in time for CES. Yes, and 
subscription fees, two to four dollars a channel. Yep. Shows will be offered for sale at two dollars an episode. It's, so this is also advertising supported. So I don't know if this is a is a repost to the we've heard about the Sony Bravia TVs. Have got some kind mm. of browsery mm. connected element to them. Um, but you know, good for Pioneer. I think Pioneer had some EPG thing as well. They had in um, quite popular in, in the US. So right. They're not no strangers to uh, user experience, mm. I suppose. But there's, again, the content is going to be king, and there's no details of what content would That's be there. True. So. I mean, and, and I guess this is the, uh, the technology side of the company talking here. Mm. They're currently courting consumer electronics manufacturers to develop devices that will support the standard. As in, they've realised that it's not enough for Pioneer on their own to have these things. Yeah, it's tricky though because they are, you know, obviously they want to try and flog Pioneer TVs. Mm. Yeah, tricky one. Um, Ichunsky, is this related to your Russian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. Uh, this is. Uh, is this like all of MP3's dead? But that's exactly right. Um, but this is doing video, right? So this is video. So instead of so all of MP3, songs, this is all of. All, all of, of TV, all of DVD. <laughs> That's right. Good. So you can get summer blockbusters like Spider-Man Three and Three Hundred, as well as older classics like Apocalypse. Now, now, depending on your quality, the quality that you want, downloads cost from one dollar ninety nine to four dollars ninety nine. Not bad. And what's the website? How do we sign up? Uh, I presume ZML is it? ZML.com. ZML.com. Uh, and it's uh, under the same licensing regime that uh, all of MP3's uh, lawyers thought was good enough for them. And still um, is, I believe. I mean, or not. No, uh, all of MP3 has been pulled down. I don't know if it's been pulled down or they just removed all the ways of paying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> well, okay, so, you know. uh, but apparently it's hosted in the Netherlands, which I think is a bit weird. Um, but really? uh, you'd kind of assume... That uh, someone's going to start knocking on their door soon. If but it doesn't accept already. a visa or must cards. I say, how anyone pays, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Mm. So, I guess they're uh, having a crack at the download movie market. In well, I guess, yeah. a different way. Um, how does that... You must first register an account and give them all your private details. That's right. And then you can download those films. Yeah. And then you might find some random things on your credit card after that. Yeah, and there's a the contact number for the company is a is a Birmingham UK number, which right. is with a, for a legal firm. So very interesting. I guess it's probably already down by the time we're uh, <laughs> by the time we hear this, this podcast. Not even there. Have to have a quickie look. Um, no podcast these days would be complete without a little ode to iPhone. Indeed, but you don't have an ode to iPhone, do you? Really? No, no, no. My iPhone. I've lost my um, exclusivity. Obviously. Um, Yep, just about everyone's not got one now. <laughs> but I do see people playing with them in the shops. Oh, in, in Moscow. Every time we turn around, someone had an iPhone, despite yeah. the fact that they're not for sale there, <laughs> and they won't work on any of the networks without being hacked. So they're all coming from somewhere. One of the one of the one our colleagues had a birthday while we were there, and uh-huh. she got a, an iPhone as a present. Very good. Pre-unlocked, pre-ready to go. <laughs> Fantastic. Was she happy? With, uh, she was very happy. Spent the whole time we were at a birthday it. party dinner and everyone was just playing with the iPhone. <laughs> no one was talking. It was all about the iPhone. Brilliant. <laughs> it's like, I'll show you where my house is. <laughs> ching ching Yeah, you all get that. Yeah, that's fantastic, isn't it? But no one's up. No one's actually managed to get a, a hack for the latest 1.1.2. As really? Of, as of time of speaking anyway. Mm. But the only way to, uh, you still have to get an older phone. So, all yeah. right. They can't. Oh, do you downgrade it? If you went, or yeah, you, I think with, uh, as far as I'm aware, you can't do that because it's the it's the baseband firmware. So even if you went in and bought one right. now in the UK, you couldn't hack it. 
you'd mm. need to get one. Because I heard that the, you know, the version in Germany yeah. is unlocked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the way it does that is that it's a lot of cash. The way it does that is that iTunes does the unlocking. Uh, well, you might be confusing unlocking with activating. No, no, no. It's iTunes that does the unlocking. Because after about 24 hours, iTunes does some magic, checks with Apple, goes, mm, yeah, okay, it's the right sort of SIM card, mm. and then unlocks it. So well, so but presumably, yeah, I mean, there must be, clearly it's possible to do it, but you must buy, but you, you're not going to buy a separate unit. iTunes must be able to send you that magic key to unlock it. Exactly. Which so is the same as the iPhone SIM free. There's two, I don't know if you're aware, not being a, an iPhone <laughs> unlocker like myself, uh-huh. but there are two ways of doing it. One right. is um, someone has uncovered and you pay $30, $40, mm-hmm. and they will make your school iPhone SIM free, which is uh, it will, you can upgrade the firmware, you can do whatever you like, and it will remain SIM free. It's like right. the, the, the official way of doing it. And there's the free uh-huh. any SIM route, which is the one I've got, which right. is more of a patch. So mm-hmm. when the phone um, modem firmware checks, hey, can I use the SIM card? It sort of jumps in and says, no, of course you can, of course you can. Don't, don't ask anymore. <laughs> yeah. So as opposed mm-hmm. to actually saying, yes, you can. So uh, And that's so it's really writing to the one-time programmable flash bits and stuff. So um, if you've got a phone that is is officially, not you know, unofficially unlocked, but mm-hmm. it will survive mm-hmm. upgrading, that's fine. And I guess, it's, I mean, Apple can clearly do that. They know they can probably do it as easy as anyone else. Mm. Um, but clearly they want their pound of flesh from the person who's buying it. Would you, so. what, would you have paid a thousand euros for it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't pay, I mean, a thousand euros, I mean, there's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yep. What's that, <laughs> 750 pounds? Do I remember? Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's huge. That's, that's a lot of cash. Yeah. I mean, I, I did see um, one of my colleagues at work had one of these new Nokia uh, phones, uh, mm-hmm. which is not the N95, but the one that folds out. They're like the, oh, the Nokia yeah, yeah. communicator. Yeah. Very nice piece of kit. That was five hundred pounds, apparently. Wow! But it's got. I mean, it's a nice. It's, it's, it? it's like an N95, but nicer. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's big. It's big mm. and chunky. Um, but a nice uh, solid piece of equipment. Not. I, I mean, I think once you get to that sort of stage, there's mm. plenty of things to spend your money on that you're not going to drop. Exactly. <laughs> or lose in the back of a taxi. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. You were saying that I mean, the iPhone maybe hasn't been a big seller in the UK. I would expect not, given the price, but then, you know, Christmas is coming and it's a desirable object. So. True, it certainly is. And uh, no, I'm, sure they'll, I'm sure they'll do well in the UK. Mm. Uh, but the article we've got here talks about how uh, the reason they reckon that uh, Apple has been holding out on the number of applications that are actually on the iPhone is that they're going to trickle them out. In a similar way, I guess, that the way Nintendo did with the, uh, you know, the Nintendo Wii they kind of mm. added applications every now and then just to keep it interesting. Well, I mean, much like the Apple OS, what they do is they let people develop third-party apps, and the ones that are any good, they tend to just sort of build into the OS. Mm. So they, I mean, a lot of... I mean, I've got three pages of apps on my phone. I mean, I'm not, I don't use all of them, but there are some out there which they will clearly say, okay, we need to implement that, we need to do that. Yep. The, the initial pitch has changed, I think, from saying we can do everything online, especially with a 2.5G yeah. phone, because it's only got a GPRS connection. Yeah, it's all pretty slow, isn't it? Yeah, it's... It's pretty slow, unless you're just checking basic data like stocks or weather. Mm. Um, so doing things through a web app, not necessarily the best way going, and, and no um, Flash support either. So mm. um, much rather they put something like Flash in it and uh, watch some, some things there. So um, worth watching. If there is an unlock to the 1.1.2, I suspect they'll set a lot more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's the thing. If that's the only thing you can get in the UK and you have to be on O2, yes. then, you know, yeah, I mean, O2 is saying that lots of people have converted in order to get an iPhone, but 
you know I mean yeah I mean, I mean you your phone's you know long in the tooth now it's at least six months old in no, I know I'm, I'm <laughs> seriously thinking about what I'm going to do next but, yeah, no. cash it in and get something else perhaps um you can pimp up your uh, DS. You've, do you use your DS? Did you take it with you to Russia? I didn't take Playing it with your me brain to or? Russia, but I've just finished playing Elite Beat Agents on it, which is a fun little game where you just kind of... Elite Beat Agent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it's a great story about how uh, there's three secret agents that go in to solve people's problems. Right. But the way they do it is by dancing around and you have to tap on the screen in, rhyme, in right. rhythm to what's going on. <laughs> well, it, it makes, makes absolutely no sense. sense. <laughs> but the songs are great and it's good fun. Uh, but uh, this is about a device where you can plug it in the plug a little thing in the back and watch TV on your DS and uh, Japan. Which I mean, I was reading the comments about this article, and uh, they said for Japan it's the perfect thing because every second person has got a Nintendo DS. Everyone commutes. Everyone's always sitting there playing mm. with it. If you can watch some TV on it, then all the better. Uh, I mean, the screen on the DS is not exactly large, but you know, it'd be fine for watching, you know, the Small news TV. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, but they don't have any plans to release it anywhere else. Uh, basically, I think because supporting all the different television standards on the planet is a bit of a hard, hard, mm. hard ask. And there's no, I guess, which method of TV would this be? There's no clues. No clues. And what the dodgy picture you've got here in really doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't do it much justice, does it? It's really well, it's only sixty two dollars, so I can't imagine. But I'm guessing it's some form of digital TV. Yeah. What port is on the back of a DS? Well, there's there's two port two mm-hmm. sockets on the DSs. Is there a USB socket? There's uh, no. There's one for the uh, little Nintendo DS cartridges, which are about an inch square. Yeah, yeah. And there's one for the Game Boy cartridges, which, which is are a kind of big and chunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's normally where they put the peripherals, in like the a Game Rumble Boy Pack thing. or right. things like that. So Rumble. I guess it's probably using that somehow, but I don't know. Yeah, you can't really tell much from this. There we go. Oh, I mean, no. That would be cool, I guess, to have that on a little... Um, I haven't actually seen anyone do portable digital TV for DVB-T reception. DVB-T? No. I mean, lots of demos on phones, I'm sure. Doesn't the Arcos... I haven't seen it. I mean, a lot of and this could be using DMB, which is the right. um, the standard in Japan. And probably uh, more likely, actually, you can, you can do a smaller form factor with DMB. Mm, I don't know. It's just it's just a question of chip integration, isn't it? Well, um, I think it's more a case of antenna size. Like with DVB-T, you need a proper antenna. Like well, a bigger, bigger the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarter wavelength special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Anyway, so on other gaming news. The uh, PlayStation Portable from Sony uh, now has a portal where you can buy games, demos, trailers, and more. Which, whilst Sony is saying this is not because of the death of the uh, UMD disk format that they the device uses, mm. it's, uh, it's a long it's time obviously coming. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's well, right. I, I mean, I just even wouldn't consider buying a new game for my PS3, PSP. Sorry. No, I mean every time I look just to see, you know, is there anything worthwhile? They're always Driving games or golfing games? Which don't float your boat. Uh, no. And I presume mm. the development kit for the PSP comes with a you know, sample driving game or something, which mm. is why everyone takes it. And no, I did some remote play with my... I got a new oh, game for my PS3. Work? And in fact, we just had a bit of feedback from one of the listeners, Rob, who was, when we talked last week about the PS3 mm. SingStar coming out, which I haven't quite put on order yet, but I'm uh-huh. working on it. He was, his comment was, oh no, it says, uh, now my girl, girlfriend will invite her screechy voiced friends over, where did I put my earplugs? So, <laughs> fantastic bit of feedback, Rob, keep Rob. it coming, <laughs> keep it coming. Um, maybe I shouldn't buy the sing stuff for the best. <laughs> Do you have screechy voiced friends? Um, 
well, I think everyone knows screechy voice, so it doesn't make any difference. Um, yeah, so, so you can actually buy a whole ton of stuff on it, which is why didn't they have this at the start? You know, it's it's well, wireless. It's a great little gaming console. Got one for the PS3. Is this the same store as the PS3 store? I don't know, but um, I might, I've got an import PSP, so I get mm. access to some Japanese store, but I've got no right. idea what it is. And they had even TV and stuff on it as well. So wow, cool! But it was all in Japanese. So <laughs> who knows? I'll have to have a look at that. We, we should report on that next week once we've had a chance to Indeed. look at it. But you can actually um, download existing UMD titles. Yeah, so some Those of the games are clearly small enough that you can just download them. You can download anything. I mean, in PS3, I mean, I was downloading demos for um, some of the titles, uh, 1.2 gigabytes. Crikey. It'd take a while to download. Yeah. But, uh, no, but I mean, quite, uh, the, the business model there must be very weird. I guess they must be making enough on mm. the sale of the title mm. to make a free download of 1.2 gigs worthwhile. Well, I, I just don't understand why they didn't do this from the start. Like, you've got to imagine, uh, you know, general retail cut is about 30% thereabouts, yeah. right? So the, the company that sells it, that you've walked into the, the, the store on the high street to in mm. order to buy a game, takes 30%. The rest of that is going to go to the publisher and the you know, game developer and the Sony's going to mm. get a cut from having, you know, built the UMD. Bless the game or yep, whatever. exactly. Thing. You've got to go and manufacture a UMD disc specifically. Well, presumably playing Sony again. Exactly. Uh, so if you can download it and do away without all of that mm. stuff, you don't have to pay the store. You don't have to... But they must uh, be a bit worried about someone manufacture just working it. out how to just copy those games from yeah but they've been hacking the PSP since the beginning so yeah you know, yeah but that, it's, again it's, it's not it's not commercially viable really I guess mm. don't, it's not that easy you still need to mess around a bit mm. but there seems to be quite a reasonable amount of content on there yeah including some wallpapers and PS1 titles um, yeah like some of these PS1 titles I can understand people are very nostalgic about yeah. games they've played in the past and stuff like that um, so you know if that's your thing yeah. then fantastic brilliant no, I mean, I've bought a new game for the PS3, the um, Call of Duty 4, which is quite... Call quite of Duty 4? Yeah, Modern Warfare. Because <laughs> uh, the other Call of Duty ones were based, I think, around World War Two. So there's a lot of storming right. the beaches and things like that. So this is this a is bit more sitting, SAS and stuff like Afghanistan that. Afghanistan or something, is it? Yeah, I think so. I've just... Uh, but it seems it's quite a fast-paced game. I'm not right. quite sure you know, I know what I'm doing, but you don't you don't appear to have to do much at all other than follow the, the other guys around and, and not see. shoot them, but shoot the bad guys. Yeah, this is hard right. enough as it is. Are there any aliens? No, no aliens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Bad guys in balaclavas. <laughs> well, as long as they're, they're in balaclavas, then you can tell. have got balaclavas as well. Oh, then. that's, that's no good. How are you meant to tell them apart? Well, well the crosshairs go red or something if you're oh, shooting no. the wrong red or green. It's pretty so, handy technology. Um, <laughs> So that's uh, quite cool. But yeah, gaming, is, have you got any, uh, it's coming up to the holiday season, have you got anything? Uh, I've just, I was trying today to buy uh, Guitar Hero 3 for the Nintendo Wii, which your actual uh, Nintendo Wii remote slots into, which I think is right. immensely clever that uh, you don't have to, obviously it's wireless, but you don't have to pay for all that electronics, you can still access the Wii controller, mm-hmm. um, and must power the device as well, so fantastic solution. Have you me. played... PS2 or Xbox Guitar Hero? No, not at all. Not at I've seen people <laughs> playing it and they seem to be having fun. So <laughs> no, it is fun. Because like there is actually a tilt sensor. I've got the PS2 version. Mm-hmm. There is a tilt sensor in the guitar because part of the what you have to do is press the buttons in time to the music. It sounds yep. a bit dull, <laughs> listeners, I know, but uh, it's there's a little bit of a uh, sort of twist on that, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at certain points when you have enough star power, you can release your star power by turning your, your plastic axe vertically. 
Oh, really? The tilt sensor kicks in. Wow. And then, you know, all sorts of things, mayhem goes on the screen. <laughs> but you just sort of, that's like a trigger. So I guess right. with the, the Wii, you've got that extra mm. ability to do that tilt sensor, if it's just a basic game. Yep. Um, and then I guess you can download additional tracks as well. So. Cool. Because um, that's the thing about these, like the Sing Star stuff or the Guitar mm, Hero. Mm. Depending on your choice of music, you might not like a lot of the songs, or right, you might, yep. you probably, you know, one or two, but then you're thinking, mm. hey, I'm spending, how much was Guitar Hero? Mm, £70. Pounds. <laughs> cough, cough. Yeah. The guitar better did. Maybe it's got flashing lights on it at that price. I had one flashing light on it. And, and again, Ian, never buy it from the shop. Buy it online. <laughs> Save yourself lots of money. Yes, what's this internet thing? <laughs> um, yeah, the internet. Um, Very cool. So that's on your show. That's on, you know, Santa will, will drop a guitar down the chimney. Exactly. And uh, what's the other game I was after? Uh, Super Mario Galaxy is now out in the UK. Mm-hmm. And everyone reckons it's a fun game, so have to crank out the old Wii and see what's going on there. Pretty good. Pretty good. Fun. I mean, even my parents have got a Wii now, and they're doing brain training games on it and comparing really? age scores. And did you buy that for them, or did they? No, they went out and did it themselves. Really? Did you, when you went visited Australia, did you take it with you? Or no, I bought, I bought one for my brother, uh-huh. and they went up to visit him a week ago, and they had so much fun that they came home right. with their own and been playing tennis. And so That's the top tip. If you want a Wii, go to Australia and buy it. Because <laughs> you can't seem to buy them. <laughs> no, you can't buy them. You can't here, buy can them you? in the UK. There aren't oh, none left. You have to queue up. So. Oh, I think that's just about all too game heavy this week. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like that sometimes. Coming up to Christmas, you need Indeed, some, yes. some gadgets and things. Indeed. Well, so do send us any feedback, any comments or observations. Do yep. send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Love to hear from you. Yep. And I look forward to talking with you in episode 64. Indeed. Next week. Until then, goodbye from me, James. And bye from Ian. Cheers now. Cheers.